What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident Podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Next Level Confident Podcast. Today, I have not just one, but two guests with me. I have the founder and CEO of Will Powered Nutrition Consulting, Will Armijo, and Holistic Health Specialist, Brianna, Brianna Owen. Yay! Welcome to the show, you guys. How's it going? Great. Great. Um, already started. Super, yeah, super awesome to be here. Thank you for having both of us on. I'm excited. Yes. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. Um, will, will you tell us a little bit about what Willpowered is and where people can join the program if they're interested in joining? Right. So um, basically what, what Willpowered is, is it's a, it's a program that has killed the diet for good. We've, we've designed a way for people to get educated about not only their body, but their relationship with food understanding in how inflammation in the body works, managing toxicity levels, and truly being able to get results that last for a lifetime, not a temporary fix, without ever being constrained to the rules and restrictions of a diet. So um, we do it all 100% online. You could be located anywhere in the world. We have a team of professional coaches. We have, um, a, uh, we have a, a an online, an online community that is very engaging. And we have a portal that is a very educational portal where people can learn and interact with a lot of their educational content. Um, our programs start with 30 days. So you could test run us. You could do a little test drive with us for 30 days. See if you get results. You like the way that we, that we teach. And then our extended program is 11 months long. So our, our total program is a year. It's all month to month. You could be anywhere, any place, anytime. And that's um, pretty much how you can get started with us. You can go to our website, will-powered.com. It has all the information on our coaching service. Yes, I love it. And um, this podcast will be airing in mid-December. So anyone who's listening, I already know that a lot of you are thinking 2020 is my freaking year to get so, so toned, to get strong, to get that six pack, to get those, those flat abs. And so... Um, you guys, Will Powered is, I, I, I truly, I'm not just saying this, I respect these two so much. And so if that's something you're interested in, really check it out. Seriously. Like this isn't just an ad. This isn't me trying to be like, you need to go do this, but truly go check them out. <laughs> um, cool. So, and, and then do you have any New Year's specials? Just so everyone knows all the specials off the top of right now. Yeah, we actually are going to be doing a specific discount code for your following and your, yes. um, and it is going to be your name, uh, Janelle, and then um, 10 at the end. Okay. So I'm sure you can put that in the show notes, right? Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. So Janelle 10, you guys, you'll get 10% off. Um, what's the regular price per month, you guys? 199. Yes. 199. Yeah. So you guys, this isn't like some crazy expensive thing this is like this is affordable you can you can do this for an entire year and you will change your life so let's go ahead and jump on in brianna will you tell us how long you have been with willpowered and and how exactly do you help individuals within the program as your um as being a holistic health specialist yeah so um again thank you for having us on i love stuff i love talking about this stuff so first and foremost i have been with willpowered now for it's been about four years i think um and so i am uh like you said the holistic health specialist i also specialize in nutritional science so what i do is i help really construct the customized program programming on the back end when it comes to people's um, body composition where they are in their health journey when it comes to symptoms all that stuff and i create um protocols as well on a personal um if there's an issue with um you know symptoms and they um can't be fixed with just nutrition alone i bring in the herbal com the herbal components as well and create a very natural holistic approach to whole body wellness so yes. that's 
I love that. So cool. Okay. And with that, Will, let's just jump in and tell us your story. How did you start this company? Um, give us the nitty gritty, the vulnerable. I, I heard your story and I, I was very touched by it. So I want people to hear that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that um, having a powerful story behind building your brand or your business is super important because it was, it's what keeps pushing you to help the consumer and create an amazing customer experience. And that's one thing I've learned is when you have that story, you focus on the customer experience before you focus on profit. And given our health and wellness industry and the thousands of diets that we have access to, we're constantly asking the question like, why do we have to keep yo-yo dieting? Why is there something new on the market all the time? And why does, why does obesity keep climbing every year? Why, why is seven out of 10 people that live in America considered overweight? And why does disease continue to increase yet we have all this technology we have access to so many resources we have all these foods all these supplements so um getting into a little bit of my story is i grew up um overweight as a kid so i was um i was an only child until i was about 15 16 and my parents they they weren't overweight so um having two parents that worked full time i pretty much grew up on fast food that was you know that was like the peak of 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 everybody was eating fast food. That's when I remember um, vividly driving through McDonald's and ordering 10 cheeseburgers, a supersized fry and a supersized, uh, or was it the orange high C or whatever the orange drink was at McDonald's. And that's what I would eat as a 12 year old kid. And there just were never rules or restrictions to that. And I, I got overweight. I wasn't feeling good. Um, I was trying to pursue baseball. I was kind of groomed to play baseball my whole life. And um, I wanted to be a better athlete. I, I, I was looking, you know, when I would look in magazines and see athletes, I saw that they were fit. And if I want to be the best, that's what I got to do. So um, I also wanted, I wanted to fit in. I wanted, you know, you're at that age where you want girls to like you and, you know, you want to, you want to fit in. So the first diet that I ever started, um, and hopefully some of you listening can relate to this, but um, the first diet I ever did was the Atkins diet. So we've, we all, we've all heard of the Atkins diet and I did it, I did it in secret. Nobody knew about it. My parents didn't know about it. Um, so I did that. I would wake up like before the sun came up and I would run outside. I would jump rope in the garage. I would do push-ups, and I was really just trying to focus on my health, but still at an age where you're embarrassed to ask about it, especially if your parents are fit, you know, and everybody's just, oh, it's probably baby weight and you know, you're going to grow out of it. And, um, I, um, I, I vividly remember, um, around that age when I would go with my mom to the grocery store and I would go just to look at magazines. So I would look at muscle and fitness, men's health, all the, all the fitness, cause there was no social media at the time. And I would read up on what all these people were doing, you know, and they all had the same diet egg whites, chicken, broccoli, and drink my protein powder. So um, when I was at a very young age, I got into supplements. So I had been dieting and taking supplements from the age of 12 through high school, asking those questions. I mean, I think it was a blessing in disguise for me to not be gifted with really good genetics, you know, because as we all go through high school, we know those people that would eat cheeseburgers all day and just have a six pack and skinny all the time. They had those fast burning metabolisms. And I would, it started to raise this question for me, like, how do some people look like that? And we, we understand why some people don't because they, they have bad eating habits, but I don't have bad eating habits. I'm constantly battling this thing. And, and it really sent me on a path of self-discovery of really understanding, okay, how does nutrition work with the human body? How does exercise work with the human body at a very young age? So by the time I got into college, when I was playing baseball, I was a college athlete. I was very well diverse and educated in nutrition and fitness simply because of an obsession. And when I got into college, I was able to pursue classes towards understanding the concepts a little more. So it naturally pulled me into a into a pre-med style education program where I was just vividly obsessed with learning about the body. Now, the, the crazy thing is I wasn't that smart. Class was super hard for me. And I remember just being obsessed 
with anything nutrition, human nutrition and exercise related. Um, so what ended up happening to me was in the middle of college, I ended up switching my major from pre-med to business, um, knowing that I was going to own a company or business in health and wellness because my obsession has been, has been so pure since such a young age. I mean, by the time I'm, I'm 21, almost 22, I'm 10 years in. Like I'm looking at it like I got 10 years of trial and error experience on my own body and helping a lot of my friends and my family at this point. And I really knew that, that my obsession was going to turn in to some type of ability to help other people. And fortunately, unfortunately for me, but fortunately for the future of my company and what I ended up starting, the moment I got out of college baseball, I tapped right into bodybuilding because it was a natural progression to, you know, and I'm sure some of you listeners out there that maybe have contemplated doing a bodybuilding show, fitness competition, you know, it's that, can I achieve this body? Can I achieve this look? And with the experience that I had, it was, it was a natural progression to go into a sport like that to, to get the lowest body fat possible and have ripping muscles all over my body. So I go into that, I, I, I dive into that world of, 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 of competing and, and dieting. And I'm thinking, okay, this is it. Like these people, they're the most beautiful people in the world. Like their, <laughs> body, their bodies are amazing. Like, man, they, they're the healthiest. Like, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to look like. So I went all in. I, I went all into that sport and I, I did nine shows. So if, if anybody out there has done a show, I want you to imagine I did nine shows in three years, which is basically like back to back. I, I do. I, I developed a natural obsession for that because my body was changing so rapidly. I mean, you couldn't pull, you couldn't pull the skin off my muscle. I, I had no body fat. I never had abs in my life. I remember being a kid. If you guys could picture this, there's nothing, you know, I look back on it now and I could relate to some, some kids because I remember looking down and I couldn't see my feet mm -hmm. and because my belly was, was covering it. Right. Like I remember like, I can't see my feet. That is what like grown adults go through in like a midlife crisis. Like I was going through these emotional questioning things as a kid. So by the time I got into the sport of bodybuilding and really understood multiple different aspects of what nutrition was, even from a psychological standpoint, I got into an industry that ended up being very dark and very unhealthy and very, um, uh, there, there was a lot of vanity involved and there was a lot of ego involved. And what I came to learn is a lot of these people, they didn't actually, they, they didn't actually care about their, their internal health or their nutrition. And there was, you know, a lot of drugs involved and there was a lot of, of supplements involved that were just not do you mean, When you say body. drugs, do you mean like steroid usage or? Right, okay. right, right. Yeah. You know, a lot of things like anabolic steroids or, cutting agents that 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 manipulated your hormones and and I was like wow these are the people on the cover of magazines these are the people that are you know flexing their their beautiful abs and body to all these getting access to these people all over the world and they're telling them that they're eating these foods that they're really not eating and they're really not telling all these people exactly what they're doing and that's that's when the second wave hit me and I was like, wow, this is, where, this is where the industry needs to change. This is, you know, we're following these people. We're, we're looking up to these people every day. People like me, everyday normal people are following these unrealistic diets. They're following these unrealistic meal plans, chasing something that is a false reality, chasing something that isn't really what they want. It's just to fill a void that they have. And nobody's actually being educated on, on what food does to the body. And nobody's, nobody's learning to do this process from a, from a healthy perspective. So that's when I, I had to go through all these dark things to understand there needs to be something new. There needs to be a new, a new wave. There needs to be somebody that's going to break the system and provide the cheat code to actually prevent yo-yo dieting and learn how to eat for your body understand the things that are causing the body to have symptoms and lack of weight loss and make not only just look, but the way it makes you feel. And there's got to be a way to educate people 
still live in a healthy lifestyle, still enjoy cultural things like going out to dinner with your family, you know, uh, just a little, little sidetrack. Those three years I, I was bodybuilding, I was eating out of Tupperware in the parking lot of cars, yeah. even if I was at dinner, you know, I was getting a dry salad with nothing. And I was eating cold tilapia and asparagus in my car before I went inside. Like, that's not healthy for any human from a psychological perspective. So, right. Or right, right. from an internal health perspective. Right. Well, nobody, nobody learns about internal health because what's easy to sell somebody is the external appearance. It's hard to sell your internal health because you can't see it. You feel it. But we absorb what we, what our eyes, you know, our, our, our eyes are absorbing things first. We smell things, we touch things and we see things. And when we see something we want, then the visual takes over. And it's how can I achieve that in the shortest amount of time? And there's conception that if I achieve that, I'm, I'm going to therefore feel and be accepted a certain way. And unfortunately, that is what is being sold to the majority of Americans, which is a false reality. So we, we really had to go against the grain, break through the system and develop a program that was scalable, that was global, that provided the information that people needed to feel self-empowered, to live a life based on internal health that, that, that organically gave people an external reflection of their internal health, which therefore not looking good is icing on the cake, but when you're feeling good, your brain, you're mentally sharp and you're in control of what you're putting in your body, whether it's good, whether you're bad, whether you're, whether you're eating for energy or whether you're eating for experience, it's all under your control. And that, that is what we sought out to create in this platform to educate people to do it on their own and never have to diet again. Now, just to sum the whole thing up, it took me 16 years to understand how to do that. I've just taken all my life experiences and wrapped it into a program that people can walk through, be handheld in a year with a 30 day upfront experience to achieve that same level of relationship with food and their body. And now at the place that we're at, we're able to hire a team of professionals, all the professionals I wish I had to help me through that journey, like Bree and our mental performance specialists and our movement specialists and to really help coach people to that end state of never having to diet again. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing your story, Will. It's really powerful. And I bet a lot of listeners probably have been struggling with body image from a really young age. I mean, I've had so many conversations with different clients and, and different coaches and often body image struggles begin around the age of, I mean, it can be eight, nine, 10, like, it starts young for, for I think almost everyone. So I guarantee someone listening right now is like, oh my gosh, I started a diet when I was 12 and I didn't tell anyone either. And so I just, I know that so many people are, are frustrated by yo-yo dieting, but they also don't know the other way to do it. And it is, it's frustrating because you create this unhealthy relationship with food. I, I love what you said about teaching people how to create a healthy relationship with food and often that's what we don't understand how to do because we think that that woman or that man on the, the cover of the magazine and, and now, you know, on Instagram, we assume they're so happy because we see their body and we think, well, if their body looks that good, they must be happy. And it's the same with money, right? Like people can look at someone who's rich and make, well, because they have money, they must be happy. We, we assume that outward appearances or uh, money or all these other external things can truly make a person happy. And, and it's just not how it works. And, I talked about that at my workshop, the confidence workshop I held last weekend, um, about how society tells us that when you get this perfect body, you know, for girls, it's like a big butt and flat, flat abs and big boobs or whatever. This like curvy Nicki Minaj type look or whatever is like so cool. And everyone's trying to get a bigger butt, but a smaller waist and bigger, but and like all these different things that are so hard to obtain. And people think if only I get there, I'll just be happy. And what's so sad is when people get there, sometimes they're not actually happy because they didn't actually fulfill the deeper longing of their heart. Yeah. And that's a great, an absolutely great point when it comes to the body image situation, because I can relate to that directly. Um, when it comes to, you know, 
getting breast implants or something like that, modifying your external appearance and thinking that it's going to give you something that you didn't have before. Happiness, right? If my body looks this way, then it's going to translate into me being happy. And in, in my, and I'm not, we're not here to talk about my full story, but in my story, yes, we are. <laughs> that's what led me to you know, going into internal health, you know what I mean? Like that whole entire um, mechanism of, you know, like Will said, it was a blessing in disguise that he did the bodybuilding. I mean, that's how him and I met. I was obsessed with nutrition and, you know, seeing my body change and all of the different things that, you know, the, and it was a more of a thing from, um, I was getting the, garnering the understanding from the judges that, oh, you know, this is what you should look like. Instead of the magazine, I wasn't looking at the magazine or to the magazine. I was looking to what the judges wanted to see from me. And, and you're saying within bodybuilding, right? The judges at a bodybuilding competition? Okay. So I, I, I altered my body, not only from, you know, nutrition, but all, through nutrition and those mechanisms of restricting myself. But also in addition to that, I went under the knife and I got breast implants and they made me very sick. So I went into internal health because of that reason. So it's like these, all these things are very much tying together to the same component that we're talking about, which is visual appearance, which we're always trying to reach for that apple and, and you know, bite that apple. And um, it becomes a lot of the times a, forbi a forbidden fruit, for lack of a better term, because it ends up kind of in a disastrous when it, uh, situation when it comes to mental, um, your mental satiety and also your physical, your body starts to just break down. Um, go ahead, Will. Uh oh. Oh, can't hear you, Will. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh no, you're I'm good. Back. I'm back. Can um, I say, hold on? Let me let me say something just really quick because Brianna, yeah, you just it. said you just said breast implants, and I guarantee a lot of people just said, "Wait, what? Did she just?" Are we talking about breast implants right now? Like what? I thought we were talking about nutrition and they're probably really confused. So can you just briefly explain um, your story with breast implants and what happened? Yeah. So I should have prefaced that you're, yeah, people probably are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'm talking about whenever I relate anything to um, internal health, it's always like the full body. So nutrition is obviously the foundation of our program, but the foundation of our, our program is also internal health. So how I got into the position that I am in right now, being a holistic health and nutrition specialist, is I got very, very sick. And I was trying to find out for about two and a half years what was causing my body to deteriorate so fast. I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism. I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue. I was literally given probably about every hormone and medication you could think of prescription-wise and from multiple different doctors, people trying to figure out, or all of them with a different diagnosis and a different idea of what was going on. So no one knew what it was. And I finally figured out after two and a half years that it was actually my breast implants that were causing this autoimmune-like response in my body. That led me, before I figured that out, it led me down this rabbit hole of internal health. I started removing toxicities from my environment, um, getting rid of all of my toxic beauty products and you know, trying to do research on you know, what I could do herbally and also essential oils wise in order to rebalance my body because I knew that something, there was a root cause. No one knew what it was, but I knew that it was there and I wasn't going to stop until I found it. That is how I ended up becoming certified as an integrative health practitioner, how I ended up really diving into the holistic um, portions of nutrition and finding out how you can really heal the body through nutrition and natural practices. So that's how I teamed up essentially with Will and Willpowered and became in the, you know, in the position uh, that I am currently right now. Yeah. And you got your implants rem removed, correct? Yes, I did. It's been a year and uh, four months. <laughs> and, and have things like, I mean, have things gotten better since then with your health? Yeah, I would say 90% of my symptoms are gone. Um, I'm still fixing my hormonal health, which is for anyone who's ever been on a hormone health journey, that takes a while. Um, 
they say it's like for the t the amount of time that your hormones have been messed up, you need that equal amount of time to rebalance them. And um, I've seen that also in my, you know, in the private practice that um, we have in willpower and working with those clients as well, helping them rebalance through natural mechanisms as well. It takes a while. It's a journey. Um, and you have to be patient because you cannot rush anything with the body ever. Mm -hmm. um, the body is going to, it always wants to come back to homeostasis, but um, you have to give it everything that it needs in order to do that in, in order to rebalance. Wow. So cool. Thanks for sharing that story, Brianna. Hi friends. I wanted to tell you about this new thing I just launched. It's called the Confidence Workshop. The Confidence Workshop is a women's only leadership training for the ladies of corporate America. And you guys, it's honestly going to revolutionize the workplace. What is the purpose of this workshop? You may be scratching your head, pondering deeply to yourself. <laughs> the Confidence Workshop is created to harness a unified company vision, build authentic relationships within the workplace, and give practical tools to support women in showing up powerfully every single day. Hand clap emojis. So if you know of a company or event that would be perfect for this workshop, please head on over to our website, JanelleLanae.com, and submit your request today. Thanks, and I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, well, well, jump in. What were you going to say? Okay, so for you guys listening, here's what you need to understand about the health and wellness industry is majority of companies and majority of people, there are a select few that don't do this, but the majority, health and wellness people and companies, they make money off of your failures. That is a bold statement to say, but it's extremely true. I read, okay, so you guys, if you guys listening, just to put a little perspective into this, the number one weight management company in the world right now is Weight Watchers. And most of you listening are probably going, well, Weight Watchers, I've heard of that. That's like super old school. It's super old school, but people are still doing it. And as a matter of fact, 3.6 million people today are actively signed up on Weight Watchers secretly. Nobody talks about it. They have the most amount of users. Okay, The company does $1.7 billion a year. I read an article from the CFO of Weight Watchers that said, we make the majority of our profits on people re-signing up on our program. The average person re-signs up six times. That's where the majority of our profits come from. They Ew. profit. Yeah. Right, right. Ah. They're right. They're profiting off of your failure. Think of any supplement or, or coaching program that is just so intense. It's so rigorous. It's so, we're going to get you to lose 20 pounds in 20 days. We're going to get you to change this overnight. We're going to help you do this. If you follow our secret formula, just think a little deeper into that. Like get a little, get a little, think outside the box here. If somebody can get you to get results on a secret formula, a secret method, and let's say they do get you results, you've now created a dependency, a dependency on them, whether it's a coach, whether it's a supplement, whether it's a program, that dependency is what they're feeding off of. They, want, they don't want you to learn. They don't want you to be empowered. They want you to be dependent on them to feel or look or perceive to feel or look a certain way based on what they can sell you. If, if the health and wellness industry switched and said, hey, I mean, there's a reason why more disease. There's a reason why more obesity. There's a reason why more people are overweight. That's how they make money. So if they were to educate people on how to do this themselves with food, nobody would make any money. So why would anybody do that? So I just want to put that into perspective for, for people the next time you're looking at an ad that says, we're going to help you lose 15 pounds in 15 days. And you're going to remember why. And remember why you're even trying to get healthy in the first place. Think about that. And what I want Bree to share, because she is our expert in internal health, is I want to give you guys listeners, you guys have been listening this long. I want to give you guys a little cheat code to that whole system. And I want to help you guys understand what, what it is that you should be focusing on with your own health. And there's two very important things that I'm going to let Bree discuss. And it's managing inflammation in the body and managing toxicity levels in the body. When you learn to do that, 
you do not have to be on a diet. You do not have to live by a set of rules or restrictions. You do not have to pull the diet out of your back pocket to get ready for bikini season. Remember, your lifestyle has no end date. There is no end date on your lifestyle. There is an end date on a diet. There is an end date on your goal to lose 20 pounds. There is an end date to fit into the bikini. There is no end date on your lifestyle. And all of you want to increase your health for your lifestyle. So remember that. When you learn to manage these two things, fight our environment, fight the companies that are putting pesticides on all of our foods, injecting things with GMOs, affecting like, like birth canals with toxicity and disease and autoimmune diseases. This is all being affected by the toxicity and the inflammation that is taking place in the human body. So I want Bree to explain to you guys how managing inflammation and toxicity is really, when you figure that out, you've, you've cheated the whole system. So Bree, you're so good at explaining this. Can you please explain how that process works in the body? Come on. Tag, <laughs> <Bag>, you're it. <laughs> um, well, seriously, um, when it comes to managing toxicities and inflammation, it's one of those things that we're in a society and a world now that's so inundated with toxins and, and inflammatory things that it becomes one of these, like he said, like a cheat code. Like you just need to understand that for one with inflammation, the top thing that you want to do is just eat anti-inflammatory foods. Um, and when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about foods that are not, you know, um, first and foremost, um, sprayed with a bunch of pesticides and are genetically modified, like Will just said. Um, in a good way, a lot of times people will talk about how uh, they can't afford to eat organic. And, you know, I, I, I have came from a place before where I completely, I understand that. But at the same time, there are mechanisms by which you can understand what foods you can, you shouldn't buy, or you can buy conventional, and what foods you can you shouldn't buy um, if they are not organic. And that is the clean 15 and dirty dozen list by the EWG. It's an amazing resource. And that's a way that you can literally just print that out and go to the grocery store and shop to you drop. <laughs> but then you'll know, you know, right, that you're not buying foods that are literally adding toxins and inflammation into your body. Um, in addition, and you know what, I'll just say this, I'll link below the the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So anyone who's listening right now, if you're curious what that is, you can go check it out and you can print it out and bring it to the grocery store with you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, that's an amazing resource first and foremost. And the second thing I want to say in regard to pesticides and GMOs and all stuff like that, if you buy, and not a lot of people realize this, but if you buy an organic product, that means it's also non-GMO. So you don't also have to look for that non-GMO sticker because there isn't a, um, you can't have an organic product that is GMO because GMOs are not organic. <laughs> they are not from the earth. They are made in a lab. Um, and in, in addition to that, just going down the, the idea of reducing toxicity and inflammation, you heard me talk about, you know, beauty products and, you know, the, the stuff you're using to clean your floors in your house and all of that stuff. It could be very overwhelming for people to go, you know, on the EWG's website into their database and start looking up every product they have, because it's going to be like a big red bubble <laughs> because you're like, Oh crap. Well, what do I do? Everything I'm using. And that's one of those things where I tell people to take it in steps. That's what I did whenever I first, um, came down, went down this road of really helping, trying to help myself understand what was leading to my toxic overload. Yes, it was my breast implants that were causing a majority of my issues, but it also was multiple other things. It was multifaceted. It was the stuff I was using to scrub my house and eradicate all of the bacteria when bacteria is actually good for you. It helps your immunity. It's part of your gut health, which your gut is your immune system. All of those things were things that I didn't understand. I didn't get that at first, that by eradicating all of the bacteria and using Clorox wipes on my whole entire house and you know stuff like that was actually hurting me more than helping me. So it was the beauty products and stuff like that. And I slowly started to replace as i ran out of things especially expensive things um i started to replace them with new non-toxic products how so, is how is myers is myers clean um is myers the one that is at the like target and stuff like that 
Yeah. It's like the hipstery one. that's like basil for your soap and stuff like that. Yeah. So they, I believe use fragrance, which fragrance is kind of like an umbrella term. Um, it's kind of like natural flavors, um, of the food industry. You don't really know what you're getting. Um, so I believe if I'm not mistaken, they do use fragrance. I, st- I try to stay away from fragrance because it is made with chemicals. Um, but even if they don't, um, uh, even if they don't, sorry about that. Even if they don't, then um, there, I think I have read somewhere before that they also have other toxic, I, I would check, I would check on the EWG's website. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I will tell you right now, this is not an ad for Branch Basics, but it's the best cleaning product in the whole entire <laughs> world. Um, and you can put a link down to Branch Basics because they honestly, they take, they hit every nail on the head when it comes to, you know, your, your laundry, your um, stuff that you can clean your bathroom with, all of that stuff. So the last thing I want to talk about is um, when it comes to toxicity and inflammation um, is what is called the rain barrel effect. So your body has this, let's say um, it's called a rain barrel and we'll just say like a cup, essentially. It has this rain barrel that can only handle so much toxicity, right? Um, and also you can think of this in an inflammation as well. It can only handle so much toxicity and so much inflammatory um, mechanisms coming in at once. And what happens, and this is what happened to me um, whenever I was you know, using all those toxic products and I had breast implants that were leaking toxins into my body and causing those autoimmune, the rain barrel fills up. And your body at the bottom of this rain barrel has a bit, has a way of like, let's say through your liver, through your skin, through your bowels, all those things has a way of actually eliminating the toxins. But when the toxins coming in do not go out as fast, this rain barrel starts to fill up and the rain barrel, when it fills up and starts to overflow, that is when symptoms start to persist. You start to get headaches. You start to get, uh, you know, gut issues, candida, bacterial overgrowth. You start to notice that you're, you have skin issues and skin rashes, all of those different things, mm-hmm. symptoms, it's your body kind of crying out for help, right? And a lot of us in the society that we live in today, we ignore these things, right? We're like, oh yeah, I'm bloated all the time, but you know, it happens, something I'm eating, I really just don't know what it is. But when in reality, it's that rain barrel that has overflown and you have to get to the root of why it's overflowing, which 90% of the time it has to do with toxicity and inflammation. Um, so that mechanism and that um, kind of analogy is a really way, a good way to explain to people how your body really is a detoxing machine. It detoxes by itself on a day-to-day basis, but we cannot over inundate it over and over and over. It builds up that rain barrel overflows. And then we're in, we're in that, uh, that pool of symptoms. And then what we do is we go to the doctor and they throw a pill at us and they tell us to, you know, you know, do this, do that. And, uh, or take this, take that. And we're like, you know, masking the symptoms when in reality that the root cause is still there. So this is, this is what our program is about. It is self-discovery. This is what we are about, not our program. Forget the whole program. This is what willpowered as a, you know, movement is about. We are teaching people how to self-discover what their best way to eat is. Nutrition. You have to eat every day. Everyone has to eat what your best way for you, you are bio-individual, you are, you are different than me. What you need for nutrition might, de- might be different than what I need for nutrition. So that's why there's never a one-size-fits-all when it comes to that. But that's what we teach. We teach you to self-discover what is best for you and how to remedy and rebalance the body from the inside out. And that's what is so beautiful, I think, about this movement that we're really pushing towards is that we ain't going to (laughs) stop. We're here to help people and for the greater good, you know? Um, And we are kind of, um, we're the, not kind of, we are the exact opposite of the fitness and wellness industry. And I think that that is a concept that we just need to keep pushing forward. And I know that you, Janelle, are, you're the same way, you know, you believe in, 
these things, these mechanisms, um, and this way of learning for everyone. You know, there is a way to eat and not have to be on a diet cyclically every single year. That's not what this is about. And it's definitely not what life is about, right? Right. All about those tacos. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So cool. Thank you for sharing that, Bree. Um, one thing that I was thinking about, so you said, um, you know, you're waking up with like bloating or you're having rashes and different skin problems. So stays of listening right now is like, okay, I'm, I'm hearing them throw out words like, toxicity, GMO, inflammation, like, and they're maybe getting a little overwhelmed with all these different terms if they aren't super clear, but they, but they are like, oh my gosh, my stomach's been feeling really weird and like bloaty or like, I'm not able to lose weight, even though I'm trying different things. What do you think is the first way to self-discover? I would say for sure, the first way that you can kind of discover, and this is what we do in our programs, um, first things first, and you don't even need to be in a program to do this, is you want to jump on, don't even measure your food. Don't do that. Just come, just start by paying attention to what foods you're eating. And when I say anti-inflammatory foods, if it doesn't grow from the earth or if it's in a package, try to limit it. Just try to eradicate it. So start with like three main inflammatory foods, gluten, dairy, and eggs, and eliminate them and see if they're causing for a period of like literally two to four weeks, and then try to add them back in after. See if they are causing some type of issue. See if they're causing that symptom, that inflammation in the gut. Those are very inflammatory foods and eggs mainly they're not bad it's just because they they have a, a potential to cause allergies a lot of, to the, of the time and sensitivities so that's why i include them in there but you can do that with any foods so start with the basics start with the foods that say look at it and be like go to the produce section search look on the outskirts of the uh of the grocery store like don't go into the internal component or, or the internal uh aisles of the grocery store right away and pick up a bulk majority of your products because those are all processed foods, right? So the first thing that you can do is focus on what you are eating, not how much, right? So that's a very, very simple first step for a lot of people. Um, and just think, if it doesn't grow from the earth or it's not produced from, you know, mother nature, then limit it or eliminate it and see if your diet is the issue. Because a majority of the time, it's just a nutrition issue. Um, because if you think about how many times we eat a day, right? Uh, three to four times a majority of people, some people even five, six times if, you know, you're you're eating multiple times a day, your body's constantly processing food. So that's what is going to make the biggest difference? The nutrition, not really the exercise, right? We can add that later. So yeah, I'm on board with all of that. And and also I'll say uh water is huge. Drink half your weight, your half of your body weight. So if you weigh 150 pounds, you should be drinking 75 ounces or more of water every single day, if not more. Um, and I also believe so. Um, Will, you've been quiet for a little bit. It's time to pick on you. Um, why don't you explain to everyone listening what is macro counting and what is intuitive eating and which one do you believe in works the best? Right. So macro tracking, for all of you that have heard of it, um, we, we actually use a form that when people enter an, into our programs. And the reason being macros is a means to an end. So that's the first thing you have to understand. It is not long-term. It is not a lifestyle. Macros is like putting the training wheels on. It allows you to be flexible with your lifestyle as you build as you build and morph into your new lifestyle. Macros allows you to eat anything you want as long as it's tracked. So basically what it's doing is it's controlling intake. It's either creating a slight deficit, creating a slight surplus, or it's helping your body get into a position where it's not being um, one side or the other. Because as we all know, we're, we've, all, we've all been victim to this. There's days we get super busy and we don't eat. And it's maybe 500 calories that day. And then there's days where we maybe eat 3,000 calories. The inconsistency causes your body, it, it, it disrupts the homeostasis of your body. And your body being the brilliant, smart machine that it is, can actually blunt its own metabolism in a state of fear because there's no consistency. So macros, regardless of the food being high quality or low quality, can bring consistency to your body's intake, which can bring consistency to the pathways in your body to help put it more into your control. 
Now, intuitive eating, that is the ability to eat for your body when your body needs it based on listening to your body's signals. That is having a relationship with your body's hunger, uh, appetite, when your body is full, what your body needs. Because we can all agree, there's no one size fits all for any diet. I mean, if you move more one day, you're going to have more energy demand. If you move less, you're going to have less energy demand. If you don't sleep as long, your hunger is going to be different. Your body's going to demand a different, a different amount of energy every single day. That's why earlier on this podcast, I said, I brought up this, are you eating for energy or are you eating for experience? Because I believe there's both. And I think that that's the most important aspect of intuitive eating. And macros allow you to learn that with the training wheels on. Intuitive eating is taking the training wheels off and allowing you to do this on your own, listening to your body without rules or restriction. And um, eating for energy, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off of what Bree was talking about. Putting yourself, putting your body in the best position possible is how you want to live every day. Now, are you going to live on chicken and broccoli, eating out of Tupperware in your car? Absolutely not. There's going to be times we're humans. I'm not giving up tequila. I'm not going to give up beer <laughs> every once in a while. I don't think women should give up their wine or wanting to meet with their girlfriends and have pasta or eating bread at the table. Those are not right. I'm telling you, that is eating for experience. And there is a way to hack the system that we've put in. Unfortunately, the foods that we give, Bree talked a lot about eating foods from the earth. We've already, they're already manipulating that. They're praying, spraying pesticides. They're adding GMOs. They're doing what they got to do to earn a higher margin. Remember, they're making money off your failures. So we have to cheat their system. And we can do that. The majority of the food that you eat, you're eating for energy. So put your body in the best position possible. You want to be eating foods that are low in inflammation, foods that are low in toxicity. Guys, this makes sense. This is not rocket science. This is just people don't want you to know this. I mean, think about it. If your body has a toxicity barrier, which it does, I mean, this is common sense. You put too much in, your body can't take enough out. Your body has to tell you in some way, shape, or form, hey, dude, you're putting too much toxins in my body, so I'm going to give you some signs to let you know there's a little too much. Maybe I'm going to give you a headache, some skin rashes, constipation, tired, lethargic, can't lose weight, holding body fat, okay? When you start to relieve the symptoms, those things go away. They just go away. And that all comes with food, foods that are sprayed with, with pesticides, foods that are ridden with GMOs, foods that are processed, filled with additives and preservatives. And we're not sitting here trying to tell everybody that you, you got to eat, go on this kick where everything's organic. You're, you're starting a garden in your backyard, like you're anti-everything. I would love but, to. <laughs> well, that's, that's on the extreme, right? So when you learn to manage, if your toxicity levels are low from the things you're doing on a daily basis, you're not eating inflammatory-based things on a daily basis, like dairy, gluten, things that can trigger inflammation in the body. When those are suppressed and under your control, guess what? When you go out and eat pizza and wine or you want to have a burger and a beer, you're, you're, you're staying within the realms of what you're beautiful, amazing body has the ability to do. When we go out and eat ice cream and cookies, we don't die. None of us have died from that. And we still do it. But there doesn't have to be an on and an off. That can be a part of your lifestyle. You can learn to do that and, and still eat for energy and eat for experience. That is the true end result of a true intuitive eater. But it starts with the training wheel. And that's where you need a program that is going to educate you and not feed off of your dependencies, feed off your vulnerabilities to keep you coming back for more. So if, if that, I hope that made sense to people yeah. understanding how that process works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys uh, listening, it's cool because when I met Brianna and Will, um, I was sharing with them what my Next Level Confident program has been the last year and a half. And as most of you know, um, who have been following me, I've been shifting away from uh, personal trainer Janelle, health and fitness Janelle, and I've been moving into confidence coach and helping women um, create that confidence from the inside out. So my focus is not um, on this any longer, but what's so cool is now that I have found Brie and Will and Will Powered, it's cool because they believe the exact same thing as me. And people have been following me for years. You guys know, everyone listening to this probably has heard me say this a thousand or more times, the 80-20 rule. I believe so firmly in the 80-20 rule, and I always say 80% of the time, 
eat clean, whole foods from the earth 20% of the time, allow yourself those little treats here and there, right? Like we've talked about wine nights with your girlfriends or, um, you know, tequila or whatever with your guys, whatever it is, you shouldn't have to com completely stop living your entire life because of nutrition. And that's where a diet comes in because a diet asks you to stop living your life. And what I have always been passionate about and what Will and Brie are passionate about is helping you understand how do you feed your body and nourish your body with amazing fuel most yeah. of the time. And then occasionally allow yourself to have that drink or that dessert or that treat because as long as you're feeding yourself clean most of the time, those treats here and there aren't going to overflow your, your um, what did you call it, the, the bin or whatever? The that wasn't from me. That's from Dr. Stephen Cabral, but that's his concept. And that's the one that I use to, you know, really give to everyone. Give what it, sorry, what is it called? I just, I didn't hear what it's called. The rain barrel effect. The rain barrel, the rain barrel. Yes. So as long as you, um, you know, are eating clean most of the time, your rain barrel won't fill up. So, um, and then one other thing I just want to touch on for people listening, I, it, it's crazy. I mean, I even had a call two days ago with a prospective client and I realized like, Still, so many people don't know what macros actually are. They hear this term, they really don't know what they are. So just very simply, of course, um, myself, Brie, Will, we want you to know what macros are because knowledge is power. So there are three components to macros, and those three things are protein, fat, and carbs. You've heard of all those three things before, and so you can have healthy versions of all of those, right? There's healthy versions of protein. There's healthy versions of fat. Usually when I start having people name things off, like, can you name a healthy fat? And most people know, especially like off the top of their head, avocado, you know, they're like avocado, that's a healthy fat, right? And we have nuts that are healthy fats. And then um, same with carbs, although usually people don't know how to name a healthy carb. They'll be like bread, pasta. Yes, those are carbs, but there are healthy carbs. And in fact, vegetables are fruit vegetables and fruits are primarily carbs. So when people say, I'm going on a zero carb diet, I'm always like, so you're going to take away fruits and vegetables from the <laughs> earth. Okay. Good luck with that. You know? Um, so it's more about finding the right kind of carb, the right kind of fat, um, and the right kind of protein. So once again, what willpower does is what I used to do is within their one-year program, and you'll learn this within the first 30 days, you get your 30-day trial, um, or I don't know if I want to say trial, because that once again sounds like a diet, but the 30 days of learning, yeah. and then you'll launch into your 11-month long journey where you're building your relationship with food, you will begin by macro counting, which means understanding your relationship with how much fat are you putting in your body every day, how much carbs are you putting in your body every day, and how much protein are you putting in your body every day. Yeah. And after you build that relationship, that's where, like Will said, you can take off the training wheels and then you don't need to count anymore. Um, one, one app a lot of people use is MyFitnessPal. So if anyone listening right now wants to even play around with that, download MyFitnessPal and start playing around and start seeing what kinds of foods you're putting into your body. Um, and of course, like peanut butter, for example, there's protein in peanut butter and there's fat. So you'll start to see this, um, you know, different percentages of each food that you eat have different percentages of, of each of those three things, but everything you eat is one of those three things or a mixture, a combination of those three things. So start to understand that, but understand, like, I also talk to a lot of fitness girls who have been macro counting for literally years of their life. And it is, it makes me sick because I was addicted to macro counting for like, I would say about eight months and yeah, I got really lean. I lost 10 pounds of fat in those eight months. Actually, I think in the first like four months I did, but then I was still just so obsessive with my, you must count every calorie, every macro count, everything that's in my body. And it is not a way to live. And it is suffocating when you are sitting at a restaurant with your friends and just constantly counting, like each bite you take, you're like, okay, let's see. So I have this amount of potatoes and this amount, and you're trying to count these things in your mind when you're really just trying to enjoy a nice dinner with your friends and you guys, that's not a way to live. And it is a way to count and learn so that way you can remove the training wheels and then you don't have to count anymore. So if you've been macro counting for years, please hear me when I say that is not a way of life and willpower also might be a place for you to learn how to intuitive eat and to let go and release your control on counting specific numbers and strangling needing to know what am I putting in my body every day and being so perfect, letting go of that perfection 
letting go of your tight grip on perfection of macro counting and saying, I trust myself. I trust myself. I know how to eat clean, healthy foods. I, I know how to eat. I don't need to count every little thing because I trust myself. I won't fall off the bandwagon just because I decide to not macro count and use my fitness pal for the rest of my life. And so um, that's something I'm really passionate about. Obviously, you can tell by that rant. Um, and, and I know that Will and Bree are also very passionate about that. So in closing up, I'll let you guys both answer this. If each listener took one specific item away from today's podcast, what would you urge each individual to do immediately to take action? I'll let Will go first. The first thing that I would urge people to do is um, look at what you're doing right now today and ask yourself, anything that you're investing in, anything that you're currently taking, anything that has to do with health and wellness, is it educating you? Is it educating you on your body? Because you are the only person who holds the blueprint to your body. Nobody else. So are you, are you building that? Are you growing your education in the blueprint of your body? Because if you're not, now's the time to switch paths. Look into something that's going to provide the education. Because the self-empowerment is the answer to living that lifestyle that you have always continuously be search, been searching to live. That's what I'd want everybody to take away from this. Hashtag empowerment. And mine would be, we talked about so much in this um, podcast about the external and the physical and what we're all chasing. And I really think that if there's one takeaway, it's that your external appearance will always be a direct reflection for from a long-term standpoint of your internal health so focused on the internal health component and you will be externally what you were genetically made to be and you should be happy with that so mm. that's what i would say that's good that's good can you can you just clarify what you mean by genetically made to be because i think people like what you are like what your um dna <laughs> like you know how we're all made so different right we are all we're all not supposed to have shredded six-pack abs some of us may never i mean you could see two on me maybe sometimes <laughs> in good lighting um so that's what i mean by genetically we're not all meant to look the same we're meant to be different and that's what makes us human and makes us beautiful human beings because that difference in how we look is what the beauty is. So, you know, maybe it means that your genetic predisposition, how you are supposed to look genetically, might not be that you have six pack abs, but you are so healthy internally that it literally radiates externally. That's what I mean by that. I love that. Yeah. And I'll just say quickly, like I used to try to get thigh gap all the time back when that was really popular. And I'd be like, I just love thigh gap. Like I want my feet to be touching and then I want my thighs to not be touching. <laughs> and, um, I like literally could not get it, you know? And if I was trying, if I was able to get, you know, like half a centimeter of thigh gap, I'd be like, yes, but I wouldn't be very healthy. So don't compare your body to someone else's body. If you're seeing this super skinny girl, you might not be genetically made to be super duper duper skinny because for her, that's natural and that's healthy. So we don't need to, we're not hating on the skinny girl. That's her natural body. We're also not hating on the curvy girl, but so often the skinny girl wants to be the curvy girl. The curvy girl wants to be the skinny girl. Be happy with the way that God freaking made you and stop comparing yourself to other people's bodies. Be healthy for yourself from the inside out. Yeah. Boom. Mic drop. Okay, you guys. So once again, if you want to find Will Powered, you can go to their website. It's will-powered.com or on Instagram, you can find Will slash most, you know, since he's a founder, the company at I dot am dot willpowered. No yeah. Or you can find Brianna at Breezy, B-R-E-E-Z-Y wellness. So at Breezy wellness. And of course, those will be linked below so you guys can connect with them. And don't forget the um, 30 days starts January 1st. So go ahead and grab your guys's um, discount code Janelle10. You'll get that 10% off. So it's 179 for your first month. Check it out. See if it's a good fit for you. If you love it, awesome. If for any reason it's not a good fit, I'm, I'm sure Brie and Will stand so solidly by their product that they're like, for, for sure, just try it out. If you love it, awesome. You're not, um, you don't have to do the whole year long thing if you don't love it. But if you love it, this will change your life. 
So thank you, Bree and Will, for being on here. Yes, Will. What are you I just one more thing just for the January challenge, you guys. Just want to let you guys know in the first four days, uh, we will give a 100% refund. If you do not feel that you're happy with our experience, we're that confident in it. We also have a 93% completion rate of our 30-day challenge, and we have hundreds of people sign up that are all over the world. And in our most previous challenge, 95% of people, we have three tracks, weight loss, maintenance, and muscle building. 95% of the people on the weight loss track lost weight. So those are just some good numbers that you, we can stand behind that can ensure some confidence. And if you come into our program, I promise you the best experience you've ever had. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for your time today. It's so fun chatting with you both. Yes. Thank you for having us on. Greatly appreciate it. I hope you guys got a lot out of this. And if you guys have any questions, please reach out. Bree, any final words? Oh, thank you so much for having us on here. I enjoyed it so much. Awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a great day, you guys.